Whew. Thank God for that. Managed to just save the TARDIS in the nick of time. How lucky am I? But it was all because of you, because you decided to listen to this, part two, of our special collaboration with the Doctor Who Society, which we're going to continue right now. So thank you very much for tuning in. I'll see you now. Imagine that some you know, the people listening to this, they're listening to this just for the fun of it or because they love StarPod um, so much. As we all do. Thank you to all of our Patreon fans. I'm kidding, we don't have a Patreon. Thanks, Chloe. Where, how, what would you show to a non-Hoovian or someone who's never even sh- uh, seen the show for the first time, such as Chloe, our president, in order to not try to indoctrinate them, but you know, give them the best chance of enjoying the show, but not without giving too much away or anything like that. It's very like it's a very difficult question, and I've I have thought about this multiple times, because <laughs> um, a lot of the best Doctor episodes are ones that you kind of can't watch blind. Like you have to kind of have the context. Yeah. Like if you were to watch Midnight, you wouldn't. Re- I don't think you'd get the same out of it if you hadn't watched all of series four or even you know David's run. I don't think you'd get the same out of it. Same with like Heaven Sent, which is is a really good episode, but it's also re- you can't just jump right in at that at that like great point because you're like, why why is he here? What is happening? Like you don't I don't know the context there isn't exactly set. Um, so I think you have to you have to have like an episode that's quite easy. Um, so so for that I think I go like the beginning of series four, like if you have to just start somewhere. Series four, great series, mm-hmm. perfect opener, cute monsters, great companion. Like it's just, I think it has pretty much everything you'd want from Doctor Who. Um, and then if not that, then the Mummy and Newer Express, which is a series eight episode. Stolen mine. Um, fantastic opener, but not even an opener. It's like midway through the series, but it is just a fantastic. This is Doctor Who. You know, yes. it's base level, but so so good. Um, I agree Lara what's yours I was going to say a really basic answer and just say Rose which is the first episode of the new Who era but I'm a Chris Eccleston defender I've seen so many people online say that just skip him go straight to David Tennant and I'm like don't you dare (laughs) like he deserves some appreciation I understand but. why people say that though. Like, see, see the whole skip, skip, skip season one. I'm like, I don't, I don't agree with it because those stories are so great, but they're also so very specific. Like, they're season two onwards is very much like a Doctor Who, where he's an alien, and like you can, it's not as grounded as season one. Series one is like, it's like what if Doctor Who was real? You know what I mean? Like, it was like, yeah, he's the Doctor. He's you know. He's just this guy, and there is a blue box, but it's all... It feels like you can touch it, you know what I mean? Whereas season two onwards, I, f- I feel like it has a... It's less tangible, and it gets a bit more silly as well. It's less serious. And that's not a bad thing, but it's... Like, the tone between season one and two is so different. And I think that's why a lot of people are like, I oh, just skip nine. Um, but I don't agree with that. See, no. see, I don't agree with that at all. I feel like if someone really wanted to skip nine, which established they shouldn't but I feel like Christmas Invasion would be a good place to start if you really wanted to skip it yeah yeah because it's sort of 
just tenant brand new. I, I, no. I do agree. I think if, and again, to reiterate, do not skip season <laughs> one. Do not skip uh, Christopher Eccleston. But if you are to try and move straight into David Tennant, I think it does make more sense to actually start with that Christmas special and not yeah, uh, New Earth. Because you just, you need that little bit of, a, of an introduction of kind of, you know, this is the start of this new iteration of the character. Um, and what about you, Lucy? What's your kind of recommended introduction to Doctor Who? If, I, if I'm going for an introduction, right? So, you know, I don't I don't want to throw them in the deep end, right? Which would be some of the best episodes, but you, you need to have that character work. You need to have the background for that. So I would either, I would agree with Rose. I think that was, you know, just a solid place to start. But I also think um, the 11th hour is, mm-hmm. a, it's a good, I think it's a solid episode. Um, it was, it was a reset for the show as well in a sort of way because it was a new showrunner. So it, they treated it as well as like a jumping on point. So you're not trying to figure out who's this character. Why are they upset if this person for changing their face? What's going on? <laughs> like, everyone's very much sort of explained to you um, as if you were a new viewer, and it makes sense, so I think that's a very good jumping-on point. And I also think for, like, the series that follows, it, it establishes, like, it's going to be fairy tale, it's going to be that kind of thing, and I, I really enjoy it. I think it's a solid episode. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with any of that, um, but I will... You know, Riley, you did steal mine, but I will mention it again, is that uh, Mummy on the Orient Express, despite it being like seven or eight episodes into yeah. that series, and some of the some of the plot around in, in the episode being about a, a, it kind of being the consequences of certain things that have happened already in the series, it still somehow would work as a really good kind of first episode for someone to watch yeah because it's just it's got i think it's got all the elements that you then come to expect from doctor who you know it's got the quirkiness the that strangeness um that i think is really unique to the show it's got the fun exciting adventure the interesting setting some really great side characters yeah in that episode especially the monster design as well. Oh, yeah, it's so the mummy. good. So it's good. amazing. Um, you know, and I think it just, yeah, it all comes together that you can probably be, you know, you could watch that, show someone that, and then say, okay, if you're interested, we're now going to go back to Rose and we're going to watch it yeah. properly all the way through. Um, to be fair, though, I think actually, because I think I, I love Mummy, like on the Orange Express. I think it's a fantastic episode. Like, I thought you said, I love Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you my mom? Um, no. <laughs> um, I think it's like it's it's a great episode. But if I showed someone that first, I would be more likely to take them back to the start of Capaldi's. Run, yes, you say. Let them start watching that, and then once they were in, be like, now we can go and like look at other doctors. I think it would be really confusing to go from like Mummy on the Orient Express to Rose. Yeah. Because again, it's totally different. It's very different, and also they're very different doctors. So you'd be like, right, I've just watched this this kind of character, and I'm watching them. And what happened to this lady? She's not here now. It's just one woman. True, <laughs> so but I think... I, I think it's a good one to get you in, but I'd then be like, watch watch Series 8, and then you can maybe yeah, explore other things. For it to make sense to you. I, I can see that. I can see you, you would have to be quite careful in making sure that you say, you know, this is... In a weird way, almost don't, don't think about it too much and try not to remember it too much because obviously 
but we'll, we'll get there in the end. Um, I, but I, I think there are lots of things now, especially nowadays, everything being on streaming services and stuff like that, that you can get away with watching things out of order yeah. a bit more. Um, and, you know, it might not be the case that someone watches... Because also, I would, I would say the same kind of argument still applies if you started at Capaldi's first episode. Because even though it's not as big a show change as the 11th hour is but i think deep breath kind of does that similar reset almost where you've yeah. got an established character already having to deal with this new yeah this new form and you know so it's like well now i want to know what that's changed from and then you start working backwards and then that might be confusing as well yeah yeah any episode's quite a good episode though <laughs> that's true don't start in the middle of two part of all that will confuse you yeah <laughs> that probably will and what do we think about should we should people start watching like if they've never watched the show before do you think it's a good idea for some people to start watching the show with these new specials that are coming absolutely yeah, yeah. i mean i think russell very very like he he, point, he pinpointed that people are going to come back for the fact that it's just david tennant and captain tate like they don't care about the doctor they care about it's those two people from their childhoods or from just they're great actors so I think he knows fine well, like, the nostalgia pull is going to bring just a lot of people who maybe were just kind of like, ooh, I, I enjoyed that every now and then. And um, also, it is, it's very much tailored to new, new fans as well, because you can see the way that he's, like, publicising it. It's, like, right on BBC One, all the trailers, and it just it sounds like it's going to be very much for everybody, especially um, the new season one with, with Shooter Gatwa. Because they decided to call it season one. So oh yeah, what do we think about that? What do we think about that? Baffling, and it's it's series fourteen. Don't be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a fan. I'm I'm confused by it. I don't know what we then like need to call like the era. Like I definitely like I agree. I think it's going to be a good jumping on point, especially because yeah. it's going on Disney Plus now as well. Yeah. So you want to make it as accessible to like That's American audiences yeah. who are like. What is this? Like, because it's like this that's such a great. <laughs> that's awful. That has to stay in. Oh, I want to die. Um, no, but I, 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 I. It should just be fourteen. I don't know why I complicate yeah. it more. Is it going to be series or season? And then yeah. you're going to get that confused with classic because classic was season. And I knew who series. was series. Is it because? Is it because Russell liked the joke of? You know, establishing new, 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 even just these kind of anniversary specials or things like that. He's the for new the rest Tom of Baker. his life. Yeah. He is yeah. the new Tom Baker in terms of Doctor Who. Like in the classic season, he was the, always the one that were like, Can we get Tom in? Can we get mm. like he was always the face of the show. Even when you're on like Sylvester McCoy, he was always like, That's Doctor Who and I think, you know, good or bad, David Tennant still has that, like, the face of Doctor Who. That's why he's back and that's why it you know, like the, the trailer that they released on Christmas got like twenty four million views in a day and you're like Clearly, there is yeah. some pull here. Like, yeah. I was several pulls. Same. Like, I have friends that I've not watched since maybe, like, the mid-sort of era of, for Matt. Mm-hmm. But because David and Catherine are coming back, they're like, oh, I need to start rewatching again. Like, they're excited about it, even though they've not been interested in years. Yeah. 
I, I, I've not had that long a gap. I will admit that I kind of stopped watching it halfway through Jodie's second season. Same. For a whole variety of reasons. Um, and I actually haven't... I've been meaning to, but I actually haven't yet gone back and finished that. And then I, I haven't seen any of Flux or any of that stuff. Um, I've heard some things, but, you know, we'll leave that, we'll leave that to the Twitter and online or X, whatever it is, you know, that discourse. But similarly, I, you know, it, it did kind of make me question what direction will they go in and is this going to be a point of kind of no return where I can say all the stuff I have seen I'll always love more for nostalgia reasons, but I actually won't be a fan of the show anymore, like moving forward. Yeah. And immediately as you get, oh my God, David Tennant is coming back. Russell T. Davis is coming back. Catherine Tate is coming back. Money you know. Gold is Murray, coming well, back. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're doing the same thing. <laughs> yes. it, 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 there's so much going on there that I think even just the curiosity is enough to get a lot of people, myself very much included, to go, right, fair enough, haven't seen it in a couple of years, I'm definitely watching these and I'm hoping they're good. And then, of course, the casting of Shizu Gatwa. Yeah. Very for, excited. For me, as a, I assume, have we all kind of seen at least some of Sex Education? Yep. Yeah. Like the biggest thing. I, I still haven't seen Barbie. I know that's a criminal offence. <laughs> wow. I'm impressed you've not women. seen that. <laughs> 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 yes, but that's not why I've seen Barbie. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> to be fair, he's actually, like, in Barbie, he's, he's, he's sort of there. He doesn't really Yeah. Do yeah, he's, like, he's other, more of a supporting other, character. Yeah, like, other than, like, um, like Margot Robbie and um, Ryan Gosling, like, they... They do a lot. Everyone else in Barbie Land just kind of exists. Did you say that Sarah just can? (laughs) Yes. Son of a. (laughs) You haven't even seen it. it (laughs) But yeah, but sex education, you know, that feels like the place that you go, ah, she's got like, yay, sex education. Um, I I think very interesting, like, with that casting, every time there's a new doctor, you're always like, ooh, no, change, bad. Like, that's disgusting. (laughs) That's actually, that's horrific. I don't want to see this. And like you're always so opposed to it, mm. and they released his name, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, this is right. This is absolutely right." And then they released like the first caution, and I'm like, "Okay, he's the best." Cooking. And then they, they <laughs> like they released those promo pictures, and I'm like, "That's actually probably my favorite Doctor Who ever." Like, yeah, wow, already. Like that's the thing. <laughs> I like, feel the I don't same. Know why? But it's just that is absolutely one of my favorite Doctor Who's, and I don't know why. I'm I've very never... excited to see, yeah, to see like what he comes out with because it. He he's such a good actor. I feel like no matter he's so charismatic as well, yeah. and I'm like that vibe. There's like, so much yeah. joy. He's, he's just gonna absolutely nail it. Yep. I just, I'm so excited to see it. I just hope that he isn't kind of and it would I I I I think he's a, a very good actor. So I'm sure it wouldn't be his fault for doing it. I just hope that you know the producers, everyone making the show, don't want him to just continue his role for, from sex education yeah. Like, yeah. and just yeah. play the same character, if you know what I mean? Um, like, obviously, there's a lot of charm there that he will be able to bring over, but I don't want that to be like, oh, everyone liked you in this, so now do the same, please. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't I don't think they'll do that. Um, I have faith in Russell. Like, certainly yeah. from, even from, like, the, the set photos and everything, you can just tell it's just a completely different... I don't know, it feels like a different vibe and it feels like a completely different era. Even from like the 60th specials to the uh, to his season, it's so different. I don't know if that's because of Disney's money or because of whatever, but it just, it's really exciting to be a Doctor Who fan. Like you yes. look at it all yeah. and you're like, this is, this is amazing. 
Yeah, I've genuinely, in like years, not been excited for a new Doctor Who. It's like, oh, it's coming back on. Okay, I'll watch it at some point. <laughs> but like, I'm genuinely so excited to see the 60th and then shooty, which I've missed. Because like, I've <laughs> just been dreading the show for years. <laughs> I get exactly what you mean with that yeah. as well. Like, I, I also quite like that since, you know, it's been just over a year since, like, they dropped the trailer, yeah. I think, for, you yeah. know, for the 60th. Then this year, we've had more marketing material <laughs> than we had for, like, the four years of Jodie's era, right? And I like that Russell clearly went, we need to market the show. And I think that's also why it's so exciting to be like a fan. Yeah. Like they keep drop, they're keeping the audience engaged with it even while it's not been on air for over a year. Yeah, for over a year, and, and we're done still so like well. we're still like so excited for it as we were back then, which I I, I just love that he I, knows how to keep people excited for yeah. Doctor Who. I'm also very very glad that like it, they didn't really hide too much from us in terms of what content is coming in the sense that yeah. you know, like we're gonna get these three specials then we are still moving forward yeah because yeah. my one concern with russell coming back as well as david and catherine and murray, murray <laughs> and other people i'm sure whose names i've forgotten was how much of this is going to be kind of a ah the show's gone a bit downhill so how do we get it back ah let's go back to when it was good and you know let's kind of do the same thing again which is very much the opposite of the crux of the show you know it's all about yeah. change and progression and moving forward and everything so i was very relieved when it wasn't like how oh, we're going to get a whole series with tenant yeah. as the same but a different like or something like that i'm very glad that they were very much we've cast shooty we've got these specials that tenant's coming back for and then we are moving on we are continuing with our plan i think it was very strategic to re- reveal that they like cast shooty as the doctor because obviously that was like a big fear with people where they're like, oh, it's just David Tennant and Catherine Tate. Like, is this, I mean, I'm not mad about it, but is this what it is? So I think it was a very, like, a very clever move. Also doing it at the BAFTAs on like the red carpet was just like, that's Doctor Who, by the way. And then it just completely blitzed everything else that happened that day. Amazing. But yeah, Russell really knows how to engage with the media. And again, he's done this before. He did it for like five or six years when he brought Doctor Who back. So he obviously, he's got a lot of experience and, Seeing him now, he's taking all of that and just doing it. Like he's like, this is it, full swing, just ban it out. So yeah, I really forgot what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's gonna happen so many times yeah. on, on, on these episodes and just everything that we do podcast wise. Usually it's my fault. So glad <laughs> someone else is joining uh, joining the team in that regard. Shall we have a brief discussion? trying to keep it brief, of our favourite Doctors. I feel like in every Doctor Who discussion, especially when you meet people for the first time, and it's about Doctor Who, you have to ask that question. You have to talk about, you know, who's your Doctor, basically. So, as you won the competition, I'm going to start with you, Lara. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ten. Just always has been. Probably always will be. (laughs) Any particular reason, or is it I think he was the one I grew up most with. Like, started with Chris, but then very short run. Mm. So, I feel like he's but just when? always... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> really good. 
the definition of that character. He's Absolutely. a sort of that classic grandfather figure and a teacher and it's just this wise but still fun and kind of positive you know force in the universe and i think a lot of his stories you know he, he has a lot of weak episodes mm. no fault of his own but i think the lessons if you were to like to take away from his doctor and journeys goes on they, i think they just mean a lot to me especially about kind of turning tragedy into something you can cope with and finding yourself i suppose in in, in the universe Hmm. I read somewhere. I don't know if this is like particularly true. I think it was a video where it was like it was tracking everybody like the ages of people and what their favorite doctor was, and a lot of like the um like the tenth doctor ones it was people that are like my age, where it's like ni- nineteen and a wee bit like maybe like twenty two to like seventeen, and that was like oh it's primarily David Tennant and or Matt Smith, and then Capaldi was always like twenty to like thirty. I don't know if that's like if that says anything about who he appeals to specifically, but I think it's just, it's very interesting to see like the different ways that the doctors connect with people. Because mm. I, I for a long time he was my favorite. Like series ten came out, and that was just when I was like properly like, man, Greg Felder, look at that coat. Like look at that velvet coat. Come it's on, it's a great. Oh it's an amazing coat. Um, and he was always like he was my favorite for a while. I don't I don't really know when that changed, but it's just. It's interesting to see how how different it is as you grow up yeah. and also as the stories like they age and to see how like they age as well. I think that's interesting. Absolutely. Yeah, cuz mine was mine was 10 for ages and like I was very much especially when Capaldi was announced. I was like mm, I'm I, I wasn't totally on board. I was like I'm interested to see what happens, mm-hmm. but like I don't I don't think this is going to be like my doctor, you know, and but as time kind of went on, I was like, I'm warming to this guy quite a lot, actually. And I d- didn't want them to, like, take, like, Tennant's spot, because I do still love him. But at the same time, I was like, no, I think these guys are very, kind of, on par. Mm-hmm. And, like, as time's gone on, I'm, I'm like, you know what? No, I do really enjoy Capaldi. Because I feel like, especially when he first started, everyone was like, no, not him. <laughs> it is Tennant. Tennant only. I'm like, yeah. fair enough. Bit extreme. That was a lot of like these the super Hulock fans from oh, Tumblr. Yeah. Like, that was the whole thing <laughs> oh, in like twenty thirteen. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Dark side yeah. of the internet. So that was that was a that was a place Tumblr, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of um there's a lot of growing up in that time. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I do remember specifically though, I, I I do have a couple of friends who told me they were stopping watching the show because they thought Paddy was too old. They didn't like it. Yeah. They just didn't. They didn't want an old doctor. And I think I do think maybe part of that was because they had, you know, started watching the show with Tennant and then Smith and stuff. So it, you're used to this fairly young man yeah. in in the role, um, or at least this kind of boyish charm uh, associated with the with the performance. But I think that's the joy with regeneration. You really don't know who you're going to get. Like it could genuinely be. Well, unless you've watched an announcement yeah, well, before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but yeah, but you still don't know how their character is going to play. Yeah. That's true. That's Again, true. with Shooty, like, we don't know how he's going to play out. Yeah. yeah. So I think it would be... If he plays it like an old man, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> I kind of hope he does. <laughs> that'd be amazing. Like, Ruby's running and he's, like, stumbling <laughs> after. But it's, it's also, I think, um, yeah, there's something about Capaldi's performances that... And I, I'm not going to try and make this like a, oh, 
who's the best actor to play the Doctor or anything like that because everyone I think has such talent in so many different ways <laughs> it's definitely not McGann anyway, you, know, you know what I mean like you can make an argument everyone's always brought something to the role some of the episodes Capaldi has or at least some of the monologues he has and some of the things he has to do and, and say I don't think any other actor who's played Doctor like the Doctor can do that I don't think Heaven Sent as an episode works even with Tennant. As great as an actor as Tennant is, I don't think he pulls... Or, or, or it's at least very, very different. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think not as good. Before we wrap up then, have we got any quick-fire kind of hot takes when it comes to Doctor Who? You've got one. Like everyone gets one. I'm not sure if it's the, the one that I'd stake my, like, I don't know, claim on, but... I think Jodie's era, not as bad as everybody says it is. It's certainly not great. It's not my favourite. But I've went through them all, like, last... Maybe this year, actually. And it's really respectful what Chris was doing. I listened to a couple of the podcasts he did, where he, like, he just talked about it. And you can see exactly what he was doing. You can see where he was going with it. And I'm like, you were so close. Because you did it. You did do that. But you didn't do it the way that you wanted to do it. And there's so many like different reasons for that. COVID really, like it messed up the show because there was a podcast where he's talking about it. It's like we had scripts for season thirteen, like they were they were there, and then we had to like change it all. So the reason that Flux sometimes is a bit just messy and it feels like he's playing with his action figures is because he did have scripts for like the Suntaran episode, which is episode two, and the Weeping Angel one. Those were already like written apparently, and then they were just like, how do we connect this into the so. Because that's why they're the strongest episodes, I would argue. And you can tell that because they are just standalone episodes where you're just kind of interweaved the whole like running arc. But all in all, I think like my hot take is just it's not as bad as everybody says it is. It's not great. Certainly, it does like suffer from all the flaws that everybody says it does. But it's not because of Jodie. It's not because of a female doctor or anything like that. I think it's just a bad time. And like you're working on a show that should be treated as it is the now by Russell, with all the money and all the like, the love and the effort put into it, which obviously the BBC just didn't have and they didn't want to put into it. So I think it's a show that is good. It's tried its very best, and you can see it's just kind of held back by things that are out of everyone's control. I for sure thought your hot take was going to be Paul McGann being the best doctor. <laughs> <laughs> So you've got two in there. <laughs> Lara, a hot take? Um, I would say I've seen a lot on Twitter. But, of course, it's Twitter. So is Twitter. Um, Bloody Twitter! <laughs> <laughs> uh, that people really don't like Rose. As a or character? Like, yeah. Or at least a lot more than I think I thought. Then I got Twitter. <laughs> and, I don't know. I love Rose. But then again, I'm a very nostalgic person. So I don't know, like, if, like, Rose and Ten and that are always going to be a bit more of my favourite, mm-hmm. based on, like, childhood nostalgia and things like that, but I'll always defend Rose, I think. Mine, mine's is quite similar in that, um, I didn't know this when I was, like, watching it at the time. Apparently a lot of people, like, hated Clara. Yeah. I... Right, Clara is honestly, like, 
one of my top companions. Season seven, well, series seven, I get she's a plot device. I don't enjoy that, right? No. She's a plot device, very kind of bland. She's just there to like set up a plot, and it bugs me. Give her a car, give her a personality. I love a personality. That's also my problem with, 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 with Jodie's era. We don't really have personalities. Um, but we so many into this. <laughs> <laughs> give your characters personalities, but no, but um, like when she's with when Clara's with um twelve in Capaldi, hmm. I think she's a really strong character, um, and I think you know her arc of almost becoming like a, a human doctor. Yeah, you know, it, it's a bit like Dawn that she got the mind of the doctor; it was gonna kill her. She took on the personality of the Doctor, yeah, and it did on the kill her. And the adventure, yeah. yeah, and I, I think that's a really interesting arc Especially about like how he almost corrupts her. Yeah, yeah. In a sense, and I, I think that's so interesting. I love Clara. I will defend her. I <laughs> no, I love I, her too. I agree from Flatline onwards. Yeah. The first, yeah. the first love half flatline. of series, series eight, still, for me, not, not really a, a fan. I think as soon as Flatline happened, and you get that first glimpse of you know her i suppose perhaps slight, slight misunderstanding of what being the doctor means mm-hmm. you know uh i would argue though in that right firstly i think jenna if she hadn't been a companion could have been a great doctor like i think she's got that kind of pull to her um but i think she does she behaves exactly like the doctor would in the sense of like how he started behaving at the start of that series, right? He's yeah. very cold, very detached. You know, like Mummy on the Orient Express, he was just kind of letting we weren't letting people die, but like his attitude was so cold throughout it. Yeah. And she took that on. So from what she'd seen of this doctor, I think she kind of she behaved the same way. He just didn't like having the mirror reflected back. So I think that's when he started saying, Oh, oh, is that what I'm is that the vibe I'm giving off? Is that what I'm yeah. doing? Because he had a big arc as well. Like he obviously he changed. He had this midlife crisis. Yeah. But he was also going through that because of you know he was the eleventh Doctor beforehand and he fought in the war and and well all of everything basically just mm-hmm. happened, and um, I think he was going through his arc. He was like he's an old Doctor, just, you know, like he's an older person as opposed to the two young men that he was before, and I think that was an interesting part, and then obviously Clara became who he was. But at the start of season eight, where he was like, he wasn't finished. Um, like her arc is great. I really like her becoming the, not the worst parts of the doctor, but certainly the parts of the doctor that he maybe doesn't like to like show off. Yeah. And he's like, oh, is that who I am? I've made a mistake. Yeah. Especially after as well, uh, Danny. He. Yeah. We're like spoiler. I think we've spoiled. We've fairly spoiled. Yeah. That's the spoiler mark. We're like an hour and a half. Sorry, we were meant to do look, that. After he didn't look both after ways. After he didn't look both ways. <laughs> um, I think it's just interesting to see that that's the way that she coped with her grief. Yeah. Because yeah. she she really just like every other companion had like a home life or some sort of extra thing mm. apart from the Jodie era, but like every every other companion had something to go home to, and when Danny didn't look both ways, she just. She kind of escaped into the TARDIS. Yeah. yeah. I, heard, I was like, that scene, or the, I should say kind of the two scenes, really, when, you know, it seems like she's, uh, she's, tell, she's telling Capaldi to take her, like, to, to bring Danny back somehow. Yeah. And everything. She's throwing the keys off. And, like, I think it's a fantastic performance from both of them. And then somehow even better than that is when they're back in the TARDIS and he reveals that, like, 
you know, she had not tricked him and everything like that. And like she just doesn't understand why. And again, I think it comes back to that. She's now become used to this cold version of the Doctor, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. She just can't comprehend why this person, who she's kind of seen be quite unforgiving, immediately kind of, you know, forgives her in a, in a, in a heartbeat. Yeah. And I think that that is, that bit's very powerful. And I, 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 well, my hot take, I think, ties into this a little bit. I still, I don't know if I would say it's a good episode. <laughs> But I've come around a lot on this. Because when it aired, I really hated it. I don't mind Hellbent. Interesting. Okay. I, I agree with that. I liked it when it came out. I liked it for different reasons, though. Mm. Right? Because I was just like, oh my god, yes, Clara's alive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but I I still think it's really interesting um, to watch. Because, again, you know, do I think the hybrid thing was a great plotline? No. no, Not no, really. Not, not at all. Um, but I do think it concludes the thing of, um, like, their arc of how far they're going to push each other. Yeah. Bef- you know, if one of them didn't forget, they would probably end up tearing the universe apart. Mm. Like, for each other, for whatever reason. Um, so I... I thought it was just really interesting. I thought it was also heartbreaking, you know, when she's listening to him and he has no idea who she is. That's, to me, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. It's so bittersweet. The only bit I don't really like is the fact that she gets her own TARDIS. <laughs> I think you could have concluded it just by putting her back on the street and you could have still had that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I, I like yeah. how Ben. I, I, I agree. I think basically with everything you've just said, I, that's what I mean. Is I I don't know if I would still I would actually call it a good episode. There's mm. still a lot of it I don't really like, and I think could have been done differently and 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 better in ways. But I think there are so many points in it, and just kind of really core emotional moments in it mm. that, as you say, Lucy, I think it really does complement their characters and tie their stories up really effectively, um, and. And in terms of the tie into talking about Jenna Coleman's performances as Clara, is the scene when they're when she learns about how long yeah. Doctor yeah. was in, and like that always brings a tear to my eye. I don't know what there's something about her performance and in Capaldi's just so like. Of course, of course. Yeah. Like, it, it yeah, feels I mean, very real. It really it, does. It feels like they both brought like a lot of humanity to that because you could easily have it come off very just sort of. You know, like four billion years. That had been Smith, they, they very much, I think, we nailed it. If, and again, this is where no, don't attack me. <laughs> I'm not the massive, biggest fan of Smith, but you know, uh, if that had been for Smith's character, I think, at Smith's Doctor, that would have been a big blown up. You know, he would have gone on a big speech about how important mm-hmm. that person is and how, like, why he did everything he did and like kind of played it up. And I think. It makes total sense, Capaldi, just being like, "Yeah, like, duh, duh. <laughs> yeah." It was my job. It was, of course, I was going to do that. Like, come on, let's get let's get cracking. Yeah, you know, it's it's an interesting episode because I've I've seen so much from it. Mm. Like I've seen like so m- like from both ends where I'm kind of just I'm in the middle where it's like I really love Heaven Sent. Well, that's my favorite face, episode. Face the ra- face the Raven, Heaven Sent, perfect. That is an amazing like, yeah, great bookend. And then it's like, at the end of Heaven Sent, he's not finished. 
there's this idea that he's like he got through his grief he absolutely did not get through no, his no, grief no. Um, so it makes sense to have hell bent on the end of it I just I'm never so sure about the um, the fact that it's Gallifrey the fact that it it never kind of comes up again and that it's just oh he deposes the president much like you guys tried um, <laughs> 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 okay we're going to have to do something again, and then you'll eventually lose. Um, but I think it's just, it's interesting. There are elements there that I really do like and I agree with. But maybe if he, again, like one of the other arguments is like, how do you do Gallifrey? Well, you don't even acknowledge it. Mm. If you're bringing it back after all that time, you don't even acknowledge it. And you just do the, like, that's how important Clara is to the Doctor. He doesn't even care about Gallifrey. He just does, he, he like looks for Clara and he does all that. Which is interesting. It's a great point. But also kind of mad because I want to see what Gallifrey's like. You know what I mean? I think it, it... I think that, yeah, my biggest issues with it are that the stories themselves aren't even bad individually, yeah. but they shouldn't have tried to... I feel like it's trying to do so many different things, mm-hmm. and in doing so, everything is slightly weakened. Whereas if they just focused on like one or two central, those central ideas... Mm. It would have been it, so it much stronger. Been, yeah. I feel like you could cut Gallifrey from the plot of it and, you know, like, you just somehow have the same stuff happen just literally anywhere else, just generic Planet 12. Mm -hmm. And it would, I think it would be stronger because, you know, at the end of Heaven's Vent, they're like, you know, it was that cliffhanger of he's on Gallifrey, Mm. you know, and then to find out it really kind of doesn't mean much. Yeah, it doesn't go anywhere at all. It is, you could swap it out for any other planet and it would have a very similar kind of effect i feel like yeah and i do th- and i do agree that it felt because they were trying to juggle so many ideas and do so much that when it comes to like the last five minutes or so and they're like oh shit how do we wrap this up ah uh, clara you know she's kind of alive and she flies around with with me and the diner was a tardis yeah yeah the, yeah of course it was yeah it's all, it's all obviously uh, you know people will write yeah. will do video essays about how it's all a metaphor for grief and stuff we'll be fine we'll be fine you know we'll, we'll, we'll recover they'll do the work for us it yeah. does feel a little bit kind of okay you were doing really really well and now you've just kind of gone okay that's done out the way move on to the next yeah. thing each time and that's why I say I don't know if I would say it's like a good episode, but because when it came out after Heaven Sent had immediately sort of become my, that for me is just the ultimate peak of Doctor Who. It's just incredible. This to me, it's perfect. And to follow it up with that, mm-hmm. and it was immediately so divisive as well. Yeah, I did not know how to sort of even begin to see the kind of oh no actually it was doing this thing that was good I was so like what have they done yeah because you're so close to it yeah. as well yeah. and so I think it's now that's why I say it's a hot take because it's probably not that hot to take but it's basically that I've warmed to it mm-hmm. a lot since then um, and I can appreciate it but we can do we can discuss more hot takes <laughs> another time and for any listeners out there who have their hot takes who want to send them in do we even have a place to send them in, Lucy? Um, if you hit us up on um, at Starpod on Instagram or Twitter. Do we have a term? I don't think we've, we've got TikTok. <laughs> we've, we've got, got a TikTok. Um, yeah, um, basically any socials. If you just, um, you know, uh, ah. <laughs> if you just ah, then we'll, we'll, <laughs> yes, if you, we'll, we'll get If them. you just yes. ah, uh, um, no, if you ask at uh, um, Sterling, no, not Sterling, at uh, Starpod. 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 <laughs> Chloe cut all of this. 
if you want to send in any hot takes or opinions or feedback or just any thoughts about Doctor Who, you know, or, or podcasting in general, we'd love to hear from you. Send them in to any of our social media at StirPod. And if it's also specifically Doctor Who related, perhaps they can come to the Doctor Who Society. Yeah. At Mondays. That's all we that's all we really do. We have Mondays and we have an Instagram. Um Sterling Who Sock, I think it's called. Um is it called that? Stir Who Sock. It's, it's like no. <laughs> Stir Who Society. Okay. Yeah. Come to come come. If you enjoyed this and you want to talk about Doctor Who and you want to do activities and stuff, um we're the place. We're like the coolest Doctor Who club. We're the only Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stick with coolest. We'll, yeah. we'll yeah. move this with, with coolest. Um, so I'd just like to wrap up very quickly by saying a massive thank you to Lucy here uh, <laughs> for coming along. Thank you very much, David. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, you, and I hope we can do this again sometime. We absolutely will, whether that's off mic or on mic. Um, but obviously a massive, massive thank you to both of you, Riley and Lara, coming along from the Doctor Who Society. Uh, and... I'm so sorry for not getting through everything we had planned. <laughs> it just means that we'll have to do this again sometime. I'm, I'm more than happy with that. And not to put in any kind of teaser, because obviously we haven't discussed anything, but Christmas is coming up. It is. It, 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 it. Doctor Who Christmas specials is always quite a divisive topic. And we're yeah. back. Should there be debates <laughs> about that? Tune in next time. Well, maybe not next time, but you know what I mean. <laughs> sometime. We'll have you back at some point, and we'll try and do some more of this absolutely um, thanks yeah. for having us thank you, thank you. It was an absolute pleasure and the final thank you has to go to you anyone listening out there please i hope there's someone out there listening but genuinely thank you a lot for listening to this episode and there will be more on the way follow us at starpod on all of our socials and we'll see you next time Bye-bye. bye bye bye